Welcome to Backcast 66, the podcast where we watch every single episode of the 1966 Batman television series. I'm Kendall. And I'm Scott. And uh, we're here to talk about episode seven, Instant Freeze, written by Max Hodges, directed by Robert Butler. Originally aired February 2nd, 1966. This is a frosty one. Yeah, it was a pretty cool episode. So right off the bat, I gotta say, I'm coming to Batman and Robin, the movie from the 90s, with a new perspective. Oh, no, it's definitely like, it's definitely more in line with this show than anything else Batman really Well, so I always thought so, but like that film has a ridiculous amount of puns. And I really feel like whoever wrote the script watched this episode and was like, I got to put puns all over this movie. Cause there, yeah, there's there's so many puns. There's a fair few. I didn't write them down, but I, I, I I like puns. So I thought it was fun. I I just wrote a couple of my favorite quotes. Uh, I'll, I'll call them as we get to them. Yeah. So this episode starts a little strange. We open on an ice rink in Gotham City and an ice cream truck pulls up and out pops Mr. Freeze, who looks like a spaceman. I was going to say, I wrote my first note in this is Martian Freeze. Martian Freeze. Yeah, he does look like a spaceman. He walks into the ice rink and you just hear screams. Yeah. Uh, And then he just leaves. Yeah, I think some of the civilians running out saw like the cops or whatever. Oh, he melted, he's got a flamethrower, melted the ice rink. I'm like, that's not what he does. What the hell's going on? Yeah, I was like, a flamethrower? What's your deal, dude? Yeah. So yeah, a motorcycle cop gives chase to the uh, ice cream truck that Mr. Freeze rides around in. And we get a pretty fun scene. Mr. Freeze, like, shoots his freeze ray, which in this show is just... Like steam. Yeah, like an aerosol gas. Yeah. uh, And freezes the road, causing the cop to crash. Which, yeah, the cop's on a motorcycle, which makes a lot of sense. We both uh, ride some two-wheelers, and uh, I think we've had our fair share of wipeouts, so you know that's pretty easy to do. Yeah, cop seems pretty okay. I'm sure that was a planned stunt with a stuntman. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. During the chase, we get the crooked angles, like, really hard. Oh, I didn't even notice it. I'm so, I guess I'm so used to the Dutch angles whenever criminals are on that like it doesn't register in my brain anymore. So according to the Bat Book, and I don't know like when these episodes were filmed compared to when they aired, mm-hmm. but uh, Robert Butler takes credit for coming up with that idea. He said he was just looking at the comic book and was like, oh, it's so obvious. Yeah. Well, I don't think they did that stuff in the comics. I remember the comics time being like real straight, you know what I mean? Like the panel, like like the composition stuff was very like television series, like just like everyone's kind of like the same angle. Like they weren't super dynamic like we're used to now. Who are we to understand the mind of an artist like Robert Butler? Yeah. A genius. A genius. But I, I felt this chase was pretty cool. We, yeah, I thought, we haven't really yeah. got one. Did you intend that pun? Damn, I didn't. <laughs> See how easy it is? Too easy. Yeah, no, I, I it was a cool way to start it. Again, not intended. But um, 
because like it's an action scene without Batman or Robin in it. And like you kind of get to know like a little bit about Mr. Freeze pretty quick. Yeah, he's going right into it. Yeah. So yeah, after that we cut to police headquarters and uh they're like <laughs> yeah. Gordon. My 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 note for this scene is cops are so dumb because yeah. they're like trying to figure out who it could be. He had a freeze ray and stuff. They're like, wait, a freeze ray? Do you think it could be Mr. Freeze? The only person in the world that has this technology. <laughs> and yeah, Commissioner Gordon calls him that diabolical snowman. Yeah. Which isn't how I would describe Mr. Freeze, but. But it's a cool it was, title. Like yeah. if I was Mr. Freeze, I'd go by that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty damn cool. Then we cut over to Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I was thinking, because like Alfred always picks up the bat phone at first. How, how come they haven't, like, realized, like, he's got, like, an old man, like, assistant? I, I want to pay attention. Does Bruce Wayne ever just directly pick up the phone or, or Dick Grayson? I'm, I'm very curious, like, to see if we notice that throughout the series. Yeah, Is it always well, Alfred? That seems to be his main purpose in the show, is to answer the phone. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten Alfred so far, but I'm sure we'll see some break in formula after it's been established. Yeah, um... But yeah, so uh, Robin, I guess Batman, or not Batman, Bruce Wayne, and has a couple of uh, players from the Gotham City Eagles. You know, Go Birds, their baseball team. Go Birds. E-A-G-L-E-S. We're from Philly, in case anyone can't tell. But um, they, I guess they had them over for dinner because they're just, like, kind of teaching Robin how to pitch. And Robin mentioned Sandy Koufax again, which, again, he's in my family tree, the Hall of Fame baseball player. Oh, Wow. But yeah, I don't know, it's just funny they're teaching him how to pitch. But, you know, obviously Alfred interrupts. So, yeah, before that, though, yeah. Aunt Harriet is having a meltdown. Yeah, I want to talk about Aunt Harriet a little bit. Okay, okay, I'll let you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, no, she's having a meltdown. I, I, no I, pun intended, also. <laughs> again, Aunt Harriet's conclusion in this series just baffles me. Yeah, I feel I, like... I don't, I don't understand what she adds to the proceedings. Yeah, she's extra insufferable in this she makes dick not an orphan it's like why does batman have him then if he had next of kin to go to as like a ward oh uh, yeah but anyway she's having a meltdown over a fake baseball like an imaginary baseball being yeah. thrown in the house yeah because it could break some of the imaginary lamps Aunt harriet needs to chill Go find some friends, lady. Well, maybe she'll meet Mr. Freeze and she'll, she will chill. Mm, true, true. Did I say chill? Damn it. Yes. <laughs> You're on pace with the show. Bruce goes to the phone after uh, saying he's late for uh, a date. Yeah. You know, he's a billionaire playboy or a millionaire, yeah. sorry, in this show. Inflation yeah. hadn't hit as hard yet. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon says he has chilling news for Batman. <laughs> No, you can't. It's impossible to resist. I love it so much. The dynamic duo head to police headquarters and we get a little bit of a backstory about Mr. Freeze, like in ways that we haven't for anyone else. Yeah, I do think it's cool that at least most, like so far, all of the villains haven't had an origin episode yet. But I think it would be cool, no pun intended, to see uh some of that because they mentioned in this that like he's out for revenge on batman because i guess batman was involved in the accident that made him have to wear his like refrigeration suit i'm like that would have been neat to see 
Yeah, so it continues the trend of like their introductory episodes not being their first meeting with Batman. But I think that this is intended to be his first outing, at least as this incarnation of Mr. Freeze. Yeah, like he was... Did they, did they say his name? I don't think they call him Victor Freeze. So his name is not Victor Freeze. Yeah, I didn't think Do so. Do say his name. Yeah. His name is Dr. Schimmel. Yeah. Which I've got a, when we finally like meet him, I have, I have notes and questions, but yeah. So yeah, this, this is not the Mr. Freeze kind of thing as we're, we're used to. Um, he's got no like frozen wife with a disease or. So I guess we should pump the brakes uh, because we usually talk about the villains at the top of the episode. Yeah. Mr. Freeze is kind of a weird one, I guess. Yeah, he's very different from what we have today. Wasn't that storyline created was, for the, the yes, created for the, the animated series? And that because they took like this moldy old goofy like character that honestly he, he was pretty obscure at the time. Like, yeah, he had a, he has a couple episodes in this series, but he wasn't very he was very rarely used in the comics. He wasn't deeper than what we're seeing now. And they're like, well, here's our opportunity to make like kind of a sympathetic interesting character um and that became like the def- the default interpretation of mr freeze going forward yeah was it his name mr zero or am i misremembering that his name in the animated series is victor freeze but freeze is spelled differently in the comics though uh, upon his introduction wasn't he mr zero that sounds right, or there is a guy named Mr. Zero who's kind of a proto-Mr. Freeze. Mm, I could see that. If we're wrong, please, uh, you know, email. Yeah, comment, I'm, I'm curious. But uh, yeah, what, what's your, how do you feel about Mr. Freeze? You like I mean, when I was a kid in the animated series, he was my favorite, because he was so, like, he had a cool design, uh, he had a cool voice, he had a heart of ice, The first his first episode is so good. I was like, man, I love this. He had a whole animated movie, which I didn't super love. But like he, it was always, he was always very different at Batman's other villains in that series. He's like, he wasn't necessarily a bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's very cool. His voice in that animated series is so like robotic. It's cool in the, because it's got like, um like reverb and stuff. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like a transformer. Yeah, he's so good in that. Well, like yeah, he's 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 so different from like characters like the Joker, who are very like over the top and theatrical and like high energy. Whereas like he's like no pun intended, very like cold and calculating and like I, I don't know. It he just brought a different vibe to the show, and he had more of like a sci-fi kind of bent than like say like when Riddler showed up. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Also, I think we've talked about it in other podcasts, but like, I don't hate Batman and Robin. Oh, God. I love Arnold as Mr. Freeze. So, all right. Let's get into that a little bit now, I guess. Uh, I That's one of my favorite bad movies, like, to watch. You got to go into it with, like, this series kind of mindset. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a great movie, because it's really not. But it's a, it's a fun 
kind of lighthearted comedy because I don't take Batman all that seriously. Yeah, no one should. Learn yeah. to have fun, people. Yeah, um, I think it's way better than Batman Returns and Batman, for, like way better than Batman Forever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I hate Batman Forever because that's it's got the camp elements, but still tries to take things seriously. And like they don't mesh. The Batman and Robin, it going full camp is what makes it entertaining. Yeah. I, I will say, I do think it is too long. You do feel its length. Yeah. It's like um, two and a half hours, man. Oh, whoa. I haven't yeah. watched it in a minute. Well, maybe we'll do that as a special episode sometime. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe it's that'll be the our one Christmas most episode. like this show. Yeah. All right. We should be our Christmas episode because cold. Yeah, it is cold. Well, it's supposed to be cold during Christmas. Yeah, we'll see. Global warming. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's one cool customer. But no, uh, I, I all Mr. Freeze's ice ponds and stuff in that movie. It's just fun. It's so good. So Batman hopes to bring Mr. Freeze around to cure him, bring him back to the light side. Yeah. So, you know, he realizes it was like this accident and like he's stuck in this refrigeration situation and like he can't like it's it he feels I'm sure he also feels guilty, but like he's like it kind of like broke no broke his mind or something. Yeah. And that's relatively deep for this show, you know. For real. This this show has some deep moments every now yeah. and then. He predicts that not only is Mr. Freeze out for revenge but he's also trying to get some money because his refrigerated lifestyle is uh, very expensive. Yeah, which makes sense. So Robin predicts we're going to see a crime wave Mm -hmm. and Batman interjects a cold wave of terror. (laughs) I love the one-liners in this show, especially this episode. Yeah, and like, Batman gets more of them this early in the show than I remember him doing. It's great, though. Yeah. We cut to Mr. Freeze's villa. Yeah, up in the snowy mountains. Yeah. Somewhere in Gotham. He's just sitting in a chair screaming revenge over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Did you catch the name of his butler? No. Yeah, me neither. But his butler comes in and he's like, oh, sir, you forgot to turn on my the heat ray so I don't die giving you your tea or whatever. Or yeah, whatever he's eating. Whatever he has that will instantaneously freeze as soon as the guy gives it to him. Because I think they said they said it's 50 degrees below zero he has to stay. Yeah, at least. Yeah, which I assume is zero Fahrenheit because America. Yeah. Well, yeah. if it was 50 below... Like Celsius, it would be really low. It'd be... Oh, no. uh, I think it's lower for Fahrenheit, actually. No, because Fahrenheit's, I think, 32 degrees above Celsius. Because Fahrenheit's calibrated to, like, the human experience versus, like, boiling water and stuff. Yeah, but isn't zero boiling water in... No, it's 100. 100. Is boiling. Or, I'm sorry. Here's when ice water freezes. But doesn't ice freeze at like 26 in Fahrenheit? I think it's 30. I think I believe 
Fahrenheit's 32 degrees above. We're just a couple of scientists on this podcast. Yeah, it's- we're a couple of scientists. Anyway, Mr. Freeze has three henchmen. Their names are Nippy, Chill, and Mo. Yeah, I love, I love the ones in Mo. I love one's name is Nippy. Yeah. Do you think Chill could be Joe Chill? Oh, maybe. I don't want to drop any spoilers for people who don't know, but. I mean, they did mention Batman's parents being murdered. Someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. Was he brought to justice or is he working for Mr. Freeze? So one of the things I want to talk about in the scene, now that we're being introduced to Mr. Freeze. Um, so he's clearly an older gentleman in his, like, at least in his 40s, probably in his 50s, right? Yeah. Like, uh, he's a German man. Uh, this is the 1960s. So 20 years ago in World War II, there's a non-zero chance this guy might have been working with the Nazis. You never know. And like, I don't know how to feel about that. Well, you should feel that he's a bad man. Yeah. This ain't no history podcast, but it is possible he's one of the... The defectors, yeah. The German scientists that America brought over here post-war. Yeah. Because, you know, hate to tell you folks, America doesn't care if you're a Nazi, as long as you're also a genius. As long as you're useful, yeah. Maybe Mr. Freeze is a Nazi. Maybe he worked on the Manhattan Project. Cold fusion? Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's all coming together. Not cold, but... Well, possible ex-Nazi, Mr. Yeah. Freeze, has a plan. Oh yeah, it's a plan that makes so much sense. We don't get all the details, okay? But we know it involves a plane and decoys dressed up as Mr. Freeze and Batman. Mm, But not Robin. Not Robin. This plan really makes no sense. And we'll get to it, but... I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to it because I don't know if maybe it has expounded upon more in part two. We haven't watched that yet. All we know is that First, Mr. Freeze is going to toy, and then he's going to destroy. Which is awesome. Meanwhile, back in the Batcave, like your typical shonen manga protagonist, Batman is training. Yeah. We see him inside. Uh, did you catch the name? Oh, I, I didn't write it down, but it's like a freezing chamber. Yeah. And he's just shivering in this, like, yeah, clear, in this, like, glass it's like a phone box yeah and robin's like counting you know down to time to when he can get out because batman's trying to train his body to like withstand mr freeze's temperatures yeah so he knows he knows who he's dealing with so he's gotta get ready yeah because i feel he could just put on a coat he jumps out at zero degrees he can't take it anymore um yeah he's gotta get negative 50 yeah we see he's developing an anti-freeze capsule. Yeah, that's what they're testing. Yeah, so not quite as effective as Batman would hope. Uh, all of a sudden, call on the Bat phone. Commissioner Gordon says Batman has been sighted all over the city at the same time. Yeah. Us viewers know that it's part of Mr. Freeze's plan, but Batman is 
doing some detective work and he finds out that the different Batman are closing in on a jewelry store. Mm-hmm. And that's when Batman's like, oh, of course, he's after ice. He's after the diamonds. <laughs> uh, what, what's he, he, the way he says it is something like, but also known in like street slang or is like also known as ice. And then Robin's like, of course. Um, Ooh, that cool customer or whatever they say. Then. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. We go to this jewelry store and Mr. Freeze, he has everyone held up. He melts like a, a statue. Yeah. It's like a threat. It's like a little horse statue or something like, yeah. And it's just like, what is your gun? I guess, it's, I mean, it's probably more of like, instead of thinking of it as like a cold way, it's probably more of a temperature ray. Because it makes sense if you could manipulate stuff to be cold, you could probably manipulate it to be hot as well. Not sure. Oh, and he has a heat ray for his minions. Yeah. In in his compound. In yeah, the, so yeah, I guess he's more, more of a temperature guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. That clears that decision up for me so it's like it feels more like his name should be like herman stat and then it should go by like thermostat aye, aye, aye. Yeah. copyright copyright batcast 66 tm 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 yeah batman and robin well no no they don't show up yet because they're trying to his goons are like bringing him like regular diamonds he's like doesn't want them he just wants this special big diamond they have in the safe i can't remember the name of it but I do like when they get it out of the safe, it's in a box. It's neatly labeled. Like what it, it's not even a box. It's like a tray. It just yeah. says like, you know, the, the, whatever diamond. Everything has a label on this show. It's great. I love in it. In this world. Maybe the world would be a better place today if we took that example. Yeah. So the patrons of the jewelry store and the workers, they're just like, oh, where could Batman be? And in he pops. And in comes another one. Eventually, five Batman and five Mr. Freezes to show up. So Batman proper and Robin show up just after, and uh, we get a fight scene. Yeah, which again, we've mentioned before, is not something we always get in the first half of these episodes. It's exciting when we get it. Yeah. The start of this fight scene has like Batman and Robin, like, hunch over and like smash their like yeah. fists into each other and then they charge yeah it was a really weird move yeah it doesn't seem effective at all but who knows yeah there's a little bit during the fight where robin attacks the real batman it's pretty fun because it's it's just they're all over the place yeah it's absolute chaos yeah uh, meanwhile the real mr freeze with uh, Nippy, Chill, and Mo are just standing on the sideline, just like watching this fight. And I know Mr. Freeze stopped uh, Nippy, Chill, and Mo from using their normal human guns. And oh, uh, I was like, that's a weird rule. But it's like he wants part of his revenge is he wants to freeze Batman and Robin. So I guess he doesn't want to just murder them straight up. Because like you said, he wants to toy and then destroy. Yeah. Once Batman and Robin seem to be gaining the upper hand, uh, Mr. Freeze and the goons make their way to their ice cream truck, uh, but not before Mr. Freeze freezes the turbines on the Batmobile. It was a good move. Batman and Robin look to the sky and they see a plane doing some sky riding. 
says strike one batman mm-hmm. there's an obvious like baseball thing happening yeah and so in his lair mr freeze like was being super vague about this plan yeah and now that it has been enacted i still don't get it yeah i don't i get like having the decoy batman and mr freeze batman and mr freezes to like cover your escape from something but like what was the point have them like kind of like run around the place you're going to rob well so it was you could have sent them all over the city it was a plan to get batman to show up because he's trying to toy with batman i guess i guess yeah but just like the sky writing all figured out the decoy freezes though like during the fight, it was very obvious who the real Mr. Freeze was. You know what yeah. I mean? The decoy freezes, like, contributed nothing. I mean, they had, like, the, the ray guns that he has. Because they were shooting stuff, but, like, nobody got frozen. Yeah. Melted. I, I feel like they weren't real. I guess. Oh. Because they were just, they were going off during the whole fight. But just, like. They were just, like, steaming everything up. Yeah. I don't know. The plan just seemed real wild. Batman and Robin eventually get back to the Batcave. They're at the Bat computer trying to figure out what Mr. Freeze's next move is going to be. Robin makes an exclamation. He punches his fist into the palm of his other hand and he just says, pow. Yeah. Good. Wish I could get my hands on Mr. Freeze or something. And I was like, you just did pow twice in that last fight. <laughs> did we get any other good onomatopoeias? We got pow, crash, thwap, biff, and then pow again. Excellent. I think pow's the best one. It's my favorite. I like it a lot. Anyway, the back computer determines that Mr. Freeze is specifically targeting jewelry stores. Uh, but they did mention that, like, He's not taking all jewels or diamonds because they left a ton of them there. But they wanted like that that one big one, which I think they said is the second biggest diamond, right? The first biggest is owned by like this princess who's coming to Gotham for this for the the baseball all-star game. But like that's not till tomorrow, but like she arrived tonight. So then they like rush out to like go intercept her. Yeah, it's Princess Sandra of the Principality of Molino. Yeah. I think they say she's from Brooklyn or something. Oh, yeah. Well, that's really weird. Yeah. The, the name of her diamond is the, mm, pardon my Italian, the Giacolio Circolo. I, I can't begin to pronounce it. It's uh, translated... To the ice circle, which uh, yeah. we get that translation from Robin, who is studying Italian. Again, languages is the key to world peace. It's come up almost every episode. Yeah, I guess. But I wonder, did he give up on French? Because he was struggling when we saw him. Yeah, I mean, he could be learning multiple languages. That's a true. Of the, a lot of the romantic languages share a lot of like root stuff. Huh. I'm just curious how he's doing. But yeah, yeah. The narrator tells us that Princess Sandra of the Principality of Molino used to be Sandra Carlson from Brooklyn. Yeah, from Brooklyn, yeah. Again, we haven't watched episode two, but uh, I just, that just seemed real wild and out of nowhere. 
I was gonna say it probably explains why she doesn't have like a weird foreign accent. But, like you could just make one up. That I don't think that's a real place, right? I don't think so. And also, just like not every foreign country is gonna have an accent. You make someone from Brooklyn like that's a very specific accent. You probably have to put one on anyway. Very weird choice. Sandra gets a crate delivered to her suite at the Gotham yeah. City Hotel. I don't know why this scene is very funny to me. I don't know why. Yeah, so they're carting this huge crate in. The labels on the side say it's roast beef from Molino and to keep frozen. Princess Sandra is really excited about the prospects of this roast beef. And she's like, what kind of beef is it? The crate (laughs) pops open and Mr. Freeze is in there. This is cold cuts. It's really good. Oh, this yeah. is this is a oh God, is this my favorite episode? I don't know. The butler, I assume he's a butler. I don't know what he is. Some servant man pulls the silent alarm, which alerts police HQ that Mr. Freeze has arrived. Commissioner Gordon calls Batman in the Batmobile, letting him know that that alarm went off. And he says Batman specifically asked that it be installed. Mm-hmm. It just seems really wild and dangerous that they had time to go in and install this alarm. And not have like a, a guard or two, like, you know, like, like yeah. a policeman or two, like at least guarding there. Because this is still America, even though it's the 60s, they could have just shot him dead. Yeah, like they just put this lady in danger. Yeah. It just seems very irresponsible, especially from this Batman. And this, and she's like a foreign like princess now. This yeah. is an international incident written all over it. Yeah, dude. I mean, the show bad. started with international incidents, so whatever. Yeah, Batman is. How do people not know about Batman? Remember that movie star didn't know about him? Yeah, I mean, she might have just been dumb. I think people generally know Batman exists. It's like he drives around the town, and they like when the penguin had his giant umbrella, like they're like kind of cordoning off the area. Like, I think people know that his thing, she could have just been really stupid. Yeah. Cause they did say she's not from Gotham. Yeah. But he's saving like other countries. Yeah. He's like christening ships and stuff. Like, he's a public figure. Yeah. He's not like an urban legend, like how. Yeah. Like he sometimes is. Yeah. Like in the, the 89 movie, you know? Batman and Robin show up. And Mr. Freeze goes to make his getaway. Yeah. But he's cornered by Batman and Robin. And Mr. Freeze is like so upset about this. Yeah, I think this wasn't a part of his plan. Yeah, he's like, no, no. I don't want to kill you yet. And he just is screaming that over and over. It's not time. I don't want to kill you. And then he kills them by freezing. Well, he freezes them. And then that's that's our cliffhanger. Yeah. So is this the first time we've seen like a supervillain kill somebody? Or at least Mr. Freeze believes he's killed Batman and Robin. I mean, he did freeze that dude, uh, the one. um, The servant. Jewelry store. Like, yeah, well, like there was a guard there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He froze that guy and the princess's servant. Yeah. So like. I guess we've seen a couple on-screen deaths. I have a feeling Batman's gonna, like, next episode, Batman might have an offhand comment about being able to reverse that. 
Let's hope so. But yeah, no, otherwise, like, yeah, those dudes, like, are dead. Yeah, which is kind of why, I mean, we've seen death before, you know. Yeah. I feel like we bring her up every episode, but, you know. She ran into the nuclear reactor. (laughs) We're not unfamiliar with death in this show, but we've never seen a supervillain, like, murder someone. Yeah, like, she did that to herself somehow. Yes. Uh, Begging for help. Oh, God, that's so bizarre. We gotta move past. I, I don't think I ever can. We we literally I edit these episodes and I'm just like, God damn it, we're talking about Molly the Mole again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, in 50 years, I'm gonna be telling like some grandkids about that. Like, dude, you guys don't understand how little sense it made. <laughs> Watch these DVDs. They'll, they'll <laughs> show yeah, they'll be like, what? How do you work this? Yeah. Can uh, you upload it to my brain chip? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. Freeze, he killed Batman and Robin. and How are they going to get out of it? Yeah, we get the plane flying overhead saying strike two, Batman. So I, I think whatever his plan is, it's building up to the this all-star baseball game tomorrow night, like the next night. Oh, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. Like, again, we haven't watched the next episode. If I ever saw it, I do not remember what happens. Um, But I'm wondering if, like, the extra Batmans and Mr. Freezes, like, are they going to play a baseball game? I mean, maybe. Seems like a wild choice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Because clearly he's got, like, a strike one, strike two thing going on. Like, strike three and you're out. And that's when he was going to kill them. I, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. And dang, you know how it was so appropriate that like it was close to Halloween and the Joker had those like trick yeah. or treat bags. It's the World Series, baby. And yeah, the Phillies are in it. it. Yeah. Wow. By the time this comes out, the World Series may or may not be over. They might get swept. But there's a game going on right now as we're recording this. Yeah. Game three. Uh well. We'll see what happens next week. Same backcast time, same backcast channel. Bye.